0: Hello and welcome to the Hungarian football podcast, Hungarian International. Today, I'm going to talk all things Portugal. We've got Tiago Estevao on the show, who's a Portuguese football journalist. So we're going to look at their squad ahead of the game on Saturday, Hungary versus Portugal in Lisbon. We're going to look at how their qualifying's gone so far, their players in form, and we're also going to look at the Hungary and Portugal links. Bella Gutman, for example, Paulo Souza, Lionel Pontes, who's the Debrecen manager. Hope you enjoy the show and here we go. Welcome to the show, Thiago Esteval.
1: Hi guys, how are you?
0: Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Um, so obviously, Hungary playing Portugal on a Saturday. How are Portugal shaping up at the moment? Is the squad good? Are the players in form?
1: Yeah, most of them are. I mean, Ronaldo's not necessarily having the best season of his career yet. He's not really kicking on that well, right? But he's Ronaldo's Ronaldo. He's nothing to complain about. Uh, defensively, we're. It's just the only thing that I'm worried about is defensively. Our center backs are a little bit aging, if you will. Pep and Fonte are still our two, our two main guys, and we don't we don't really have that many other options. Other than that, the, the team is shaping up decently. I mean, our midfielders are... We have a ton of quality midfielders and a, a few of them haven't gotten as many minutes as we probably wished as of late, especially like Renato Sanchez, even João Mario, who hasn't been necessarily too much of a starter in the last couple of matches, even if he has played a, a lot more than, than Renato. And even Moutinho in, with Monaco, he hasn't been too much of a starter. So... They're, they're quality, but they're they're not necessarily too in form as of late. PZ is doing well with Benfica, so it will be a lot about the the home guys, the guys that are playing around here for Benfica and for Porto, for Sporting a bit too. Uh, Adrian is going to be missed a little bit in midfield. the The Sporting captain is injured, and up front, I mean, I'm really curious to see how Bernardo Silva will do because everyone's been in love with him due to his Champions League campaign and his. League on campaign and, and fairly so because he's great. So but he, he hasn't really been the guy the go to guy in the in the national team just yet. He got injured before the Euros, so he, he unfortunately he's not a European champion. So or he is, he's just as much as me though. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if he grabs a hold of a starting spot and, and we'll go from there.
0: It's uh, it's kind of bewildering to hear them all. Them names, it's quite a, it's quite a daunting task. What, what do you know of Hungary? And is there anything that worries you at all?
1: I mean, complacency from the Portuguese team worries me, and you, you guys, is three-three tie against us in the Euro. Worries, it worries me because I mean, you guys clearly showed what you can do, and I, well, I do know, I do know like more or less like half, of the, half the players from the Hungarian squad, but I don't, like, I haven't followed too much of it. I'd like to ask you how is how is your winger doing in, in Qatar? Is, this, is he in Qatar? Um, uh, he's,
0: he's in uh, Abu Dhabi at the moment, Juja. Yeah, he's actually in yeah. in scintillating form. It's probably the best form he's ever been in since he left He's in the squad, right? Yeah, he's, he's still captain as well. I mean, he's our go-to player and...
1: Oh all uh, right. I, know was, he's I was looking at the squad. I was looking at your at your tweet with the squad, and I was like, all of a sudden, I wasn't finding him, but it's, it's because you guys is you guys like change the last. It's like last name first name. So I was. Looking yeah, him, yeah, was and dude. also he's in the strikers section as well yeah. for some reason so, on the on the list. So I wasn't field, I wasn't finding him, but he's in he's in great form, right? So and he scored like yeah, he twice in. in the Euro match. Both with... Yeah,
0: both deflections, but yes. Yeah, thanks
1: for. Yeah. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to be mean. <laughs> but if you want to like be self, <laughs> <laughs> be mean to yourself, go ahead. No, but it's, it's the Hungarian so way, yeah, I
0: think, great. to be a bit pessimistic about something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, but um, yeah, it was kind of Ronaldo versus juja that day, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, a bit. I'm. I'm curious to watch Nagy, obviously, because you speak about him every day. So I need to watch. <laughs> no, but. It's uh, Nagy. Nagy is always a, is obviously a play, probably the, your player with the biggest future, if you will, and for sure the biggest potential. And I, I'm always curious to watch him. I watch, watched him a couple of times with Bologna this season, but not not that that that, that often. And yeah, other than that, I'm curious about the Palermo striker. Uh, that that that's about. It, I think is Erzlovenchik's been playing for Frankvash or no?
0: Um, uh, in and out of the team really he's not really in great form to be honest there's not many players that yeah, are in yeah, great yeah, like, form he
1: had a, a pretty decent little patch in Poland didn't he?
0: yeah he did and he, he was actually quite good in the Euros as well in, in glimpses he was quite good against Belgium and then I think he played against no he didn't play against you he played against Belgium where he was quite threatening but yeah I mean, he, he's he's a he, at times he is absolutely fantastic, but other times he, he looks like he's yeah. kind of out of his depth. Uh, I mean, um, we'll it... go on to this question from uh, Twitter because we were just speaking about Adam Nodge. Um, he, it's from Igor. He says, "Were Benfica ever interested in him last summer?"
1: Well, before I answer that, is it Adam, Adam Nodge or Nagy
0: It's um, it looks like it's spelled Nagy but it's uh, it's Nodge. It's spelled like it's pronounced Nodge, like a bit like Hodge.
1: Like Nodge.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right.
1: That sounds like a noodle brand. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think I think they were. I think that last summer they were legitimately interested in him, but, he, and I think from what I've heard, they, they still are. They still have him in their, like, scouting front, if you will, but, and for sure that now, if Benfica would go in for him, for sure that now he would be a lot more of a, it would be a lot, a lot safer of a bet, because he obviously has been doing well in Italy, so it's a, a smaller jump. So like he had a, a stepping stone in Italy, if you will. But at the same time he's gonna be a lot more expensive. How how was it? Like what's the what was the cost that of his move to Italy? Do you know?
0: Um, I think it was about one and a half million euros, which is an absolute bargain.
1: <laughs> yeah, so for sure that now for sure that now if my figure were to pick him up from, from Bologna, which I think would be an interesting stepping stone. I mean I'm sure he'd cost like maybe five, six more times than that. So I don't know at what point I yeah, would if you could play that for him. And I don't know if he's necessarily the type of player they would they really need because like.
0: Yeah, I was about to ask that. Was it would he actually fit in? Yeah,
1: I don't. I mean, like, I'm gonna butcher his name because I I kept saying Nagi all up until today <laughs> and now all of a sudden it's mr nuji noodle brand okay uh, but still so adam i'm gonna call him adam um that's good uh, good shout so yeah so like he's he's a knight, but it he, like he's, he's a central mid but he's not i don't think he's the intense central mid replacement for Renato sanchez that may is still lacking you know what i mean so i think mm-hmm. i don't I don't necessarily think he'd fit Benfica's 4-4-2 because there's a lot of strain put into the into the centre mid because there's a a sweeping defensive midfielder, if you will, and then an, a central mid that needs to cover a ton of meters, and that's why Renato Sanchez was so good at it because Renato Sanchez is an extremely good ball carrier from like his own half into like close to the opposition box, and even if he's not too great of a passer, he was massive at, at like relieving pressure. And Benfica mm-hmm. has been missing him a lot this season. I don't think that that Mister Na- Mister Adam is the the ideal replacement. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm I don't know. I don't know if Benfica is gonna remind you the same tactic next year. It's all a lot of lot of question marks in the air. But I think it would be it fit in better with probably either of the other two big teams in Portugal than with Benfica, in the sense of like adaptation to the to how they usually play.
0: Yeah. What's the story with Sanchez at Bayern? What is he just not playing because well, he's not good enough
1: in Bayern yeah I don't I don't think he is and I don't think he's like I don't think the move was too clever on either part to be honest I mean I I like khnatu and he's like and he obviously has a ton of potential but at the same time, I don't think he's a player for Bayern like he's, he's technically he has a lot of room to grow because technically he's like his passing ability is not great at all for a midfielder, especially. So, like, a lot of the things that you're mandatory to do for you in Bayern, yeah, has a lot of trouble doing. And here, like, it's that thing, like, if he doesn't have space to run with the ball, to be a ball-carrying midfielder, it, like, in short spaces, he's is, is weaker, and his passing ability leaves him a little bit out to, out to dry often, and his shooting from outside the box is solid, and... But other than that, I, I think it's gonna take me a little bit to fit in. I think uh, a loan deal next year will be will be key for his for his development. But I mean, I I still think I still support his like him being called up to the national team just because his his set of characteristics is so different from anyone else we have in midfield. So even if he's not playing that often, like as soon as long as he's training and he's like still evolving, and I support him in being called up.
0: Okay, cool. Um, This is a question from Twitter as well. Um, Portugal always. This is Anthony. Now, just let me just say his name. Um, Not Adam. Uh, Portugal always produced fantastic wingers. Is it a position ingrained in their football culture?
1: I mean, I guess, but yeah, I was. Now I was looking back in my head to like the past wingers we had, and we always had some pretty good wingers. But at the same time, we always had pretty good footballers in general. Wingers have always been our main source of creative, uh, like Roman football, if you will, with Ronaldo and Figo and Foutre and Nani and now Gelson, Bernardo, whomever. whatever. So, but at the same time, like we always produce a ton of great footballers. We just never have strikers because we're unlucky like that. But other than that, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit in our blood. Everyone, everyone wants to be Ronaldo when they're kids, and we're technically the 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 kids here tend to be technically strong so wingers wingers are obviously a position that reflects that a little bit but i don't think so and i think that more and more we have not necessarily wingers like out and out wingers as much as we have like clever players with the ball that can adapt to the wings and can adapt to like a more attacking midfielder type position that like join both technicality and like the interpretation of the game so like bernardo silva is the obvious um, icon for that and i think more players like him are coming up.
0: Um what about qualifications so far what's it been like obviously you lost to Swi- Switzerland in early in this uh, in the campaign but then you beat Andorra, Faroe Islands and the mighty Latvia as well. How's has it been?
1: Yeah, i mean it's been okay. I mean that cuz other than the loss to under than the loss to Switzerland it's been more or less what what's been expected, right? So now everyone everyone just has that mentality of we need to win every single game because we're not expecting switzerland to drop points anytime soon so we just need to run house and win every single game and then decide the first place here with switzerland in the in the reverse feature but that, that won't be easy i'm personally i'm concerned about this unga- angry match but then you guys are also playing switzerland eventually when are you go- when are you going to play switzerland
0: uh, I think in September, and we lost to them at home as well. Yeah. But the, the thing is, it's a difficult group because the, obviously there's three, well, two very good teams in Switzerland and Portugal, and then there's us, and then there's Latvia, Faroe Islands, and Andorra. So the top three teams aren't really going to lose any points to the others. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a mini league in itself at the time.
1: Yeah, I'm a little bit impressed with, with the Ferrari Islands, to be honest. I mean, they're. Yeah. they're no, they're, they've been growing massively. No, yeah, as yeah, yeah, as for, as sure, like, for sure, for sure. Like, in the past they were just another san marino if you will or mm-hmm. something like that or maybe not as bad but maybe another Liechtenstein or what have you but now they've been legitimately growing and everyone likes loves football there and the bit it's a bit like a tiny iceland right so you see yeah. you see a ton of progression and I, I was impressed even with portugal beating them there i mean it was expected but they're not they don't just roll over and they show some technical ability now and it's it's a bit, it's a bit of a different match than it was like ten years ago, or really different. What was,
0: what was your score against them?
1: Uh, four one or something like that. Uh, Andrea Silva scored an hat trick. I, I know that, or, did, did oh, you, yeah. or was or that against the other match. I know, that, I know it was in the set of matches in which Andrea Silva scored a ton of goals for on his, on his national team debut, and um, yeah, I mean those were pretty expected. I'm, I'm very interested in the, in this match. Because th- th- these are the deciding matches. Obviously, the match at home against Switzerland will be absolutely key for us to be able to top the group. But Hungary is that middle team in the group. That's like it's not necessarily a weak side, and then but at the same time, it's not it's not a powerhouse. But defensively, you guys tend to be solid, and then you tend to be super aggressive, and then our little technical ability gets all all scared because you'll break our legs <laughs> and all those things. And uh, yeah, so so it won't be an easy match, and we still have to play angry there, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. So yeah, and
1: especially like if we tie that match and Switzerland keeps on getting points, it'll be it'll be tough. And we have an history with going to playoffs, and we actually usually do well in playoffs for like Euros and World Cups, but but it's avoidable. Let's avoid it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, like just just to go back onto Faroe Islands, we only and we played them in the last group as well. and We only beat them two uh, one at home with two late goals when we were one nil down, and then we beat them one nil away, and then we drew to them earlier in this group as well. So, like you say, Faroe Islands actually are getting much better. Fair yeah, they them.
1: really are. They really are. I don't know, like how much they're growing in terms of action, like club football. Or if they're like, or if they're just getting more exports, if you will, or something. I know they have like a couple of players playing in Denmark now. So
0: yeah, Edmundson plays, I think, in the for well, a team that I've heard of in Denmark. I think Alberg or something like that. And then <laughs> in the and team Gunnar that Nielsen. Their, of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't was like a second. Well, it might be a second division, but I've heard of him before. And uh, Gunnar Nielsen, their keeper, used to play for Man City. Oh yeah, so no, actually, he played. He
1: played in Scotland, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he yeah, was it Falkirk or someone like that? Yeah.
1: I mean, he didn't I just. Bl- I mean, uh, I can't remember, but he did play in Scotland. I remember that. I remember him playing in Scotland for for a bunch of years. Now he's back home, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they actually got Hungarian over there, Gezetturi, who just won the league. He's forty-two, I think. <laughs> he he played. He was on the bench when uh, United lost to a Hungarian team in two thousand one in Champions League qualifying. So can I ask this you is- a question
1: about your national team? For second yeah i'm curious for it. um who's your who's your main keeper now what you think about is is it galaxy or the yeah the yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, for sure. like, yeah I don't, that's right yeah isn't he a bit inconsistent like doesn't he have um... like his his mom, like i've only watched him in club football so yeah but like it's i feel like he's one of those keepers that like sometimes make the toughest saves and sometimes just rolls over insert in certain shots that you're expecting him to save but might be um, just me. I'd
0: say, I mean, I I'd say he's kind of dependable. Um I think he's getting better, to be fair. Like at the start of the season I wouldn't have said he was well, he should have been our number one for Hungary and he wasn't really playing for Leipzig. He kind of got lucky because there was an injury to um the first choice keeper, Coltori at Leipzig. But well, the, ever the, since he's coming to the Swiss to- guy, right? The Swiss guy, yeah, yeah, he was the number one before Galachi and then Gula- and he got injured, and then Galachi took over. But I think that the the long, the more he's playing, the more confident you can see in him, and he's 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 actually like doing really well. I, I don't think he's conceded many this season, which you would say, oh, he should have oh, saved yeah, that, yeah. to be honest. Right, that, and he saved, he saved two penalties as well. Um, I think I think he's been really good, and I think Leipzig fans were actually saying. Um, earlier in the season, bring back Coltori or oh, Galacci's not good enough, we need a new keeper. But now no, they're, they're actually convinced. starting to warm to him a bit. Yeah, I think so. And and for Hungary, that's a that's a great thing, especially with Kirai going. Kirai, he's a good keeper, but he stayed around a lot a lot longer than we probably needed to. We should have had a keeper coming through by the time that he was still playing.
1: Is Galacci going to adapt the, the pants? lifestyle <laughs> I think you should like, I hope
0: so mate I hope so
1: I think your federation should keep it as a like a rule a mandatory rule <laughs> like that goalkeepers can't wear shorts we gotta keep that story going because it keeps the keeps the iconic yeah. of the deal
0: <laughs> uh, this, the, I think mean, he's got a similar hairline as well so you, you it, you'd be play, he'd be playing in goal and everyone think it's the same player
1: uh, he, he's a little bit slimmer I think
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably, well, and a bit less a, eccentric.
1: I've I've only just noticed this because I I haven't been following too much of the Hungarian league. I'm sorry. Um,
0: so <laughs> right. no,
1: seriously, I like to to see a couple. Of, see who's on top and all that, like I know like probably a handful of clubs, but uh, do you have a a Brazilian guy in your national team uh, from video? Yeah,
0: Paulo Vinicius. Yeah.
1: Um, mm. Is it? Is it like? Is it played,
0: has he played a lot of matches? No, didn't Did he? Did um, it's, it's actually he got his citizenship last Friday. So oh. I think on the on the eighth of March or something like that. Yeah, early March uh, he got his citizenship, and then there was kind of rumours that he'd be in the squad, and then he got called up to the the preliminary squad, and now he's in the main squad so as well he, uh, because one central? of our. Um, Oh. Yeah, centre-back, yeah. Our main centre-back, Guzmich, is um, is injured, so uh, he's he's actually in line to play by the sounds of it. Um, Adam Long, who is our who's the other guy who yeah. who's, who's, who's a sure starter, used to play for Videoton, so it kind of makes sense to play Vinicius with Long for that game. So it'll be, it'll be interesting, but he, he can't speak Hungarian, which is, uh, that's, which is a that's bit weird. That's very
1: solid for the national team. I remember that when, when players like Pepe or players like that when they started playing for the for the portuguese national team a lot of them didn't know the the anthem but it's obviously a little bit different because here it was just that because they just they spoke portuguese just a different different portuguese but they did so communication wasn't an issue and there it might be but what's your what's your predicted 11 for the match just so i have an idea
0: I'd go. I'd go in goal. Obviously, um, I'd say Fiola at right back. He played. I think he only played one game in the Euros, but he was our main starter. He just got injured against the uh, against Austria. Um, I'd go Vinicius Lang, and then Kodar at left back. Kodar plays for, for Dynamo Kiev. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and yeah, he he, the, he, the he is. Airline. Yeah, it's, not a, it's a brilliant hairline. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Airline. It looks like he's that like Lord of the Rings. I'm
1: going to cut my hair like that. I am. I'm, uh, if Hungary wins the match, I'll cut my hair like that.
0: Yeah, I that's will. a bet have, then. That's a I bet. have
1: long hair like Kadar and I'll cut my hair like him. I will. It's it's recorded and if Portugal loses the match, I shall cut my hair like him. And you, you, I
0: can't wait to see that. If people
1: are listening to this, look up... Is it Tamash? Tamash Kadar. Yeah. yeah look him up and he's, he has a mistake of an airline and I'll cut it like that if Portugal loses <laughs> and I'm not that confident I just quite like the airline I think
0: it's good it's nice it's solid yeah
1: it's, it's 9 out of 10 sharp
0: as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so he'll be a left back um, Nodge Guerra and I'm going to go for Roland Salai, who scored for Palermo um, today when we're recording um, I think they've just gone on to lose 4-1 but he scored the first goal to make them one nil. Um, yeah, I think he'll start because Klein Heisler is is suspended. I'd go Dujack on the left and on the right. Guercio <sighs> mm, probably. Who's at Pogon? Yeah. In, uh, well, in Poland. Poland. Yeah. He's got a nice haircut as well. He might want one like that.
1: Isn't it? Isn't he? not a Mohawk or something?
0: Yeah, it is exactly. Yeah, is blonde they, is, as well. The I'm nice. thinking nice.
1: I'm not I'm not that bad in my Probably, yeah. culture. It in my <laughs> my Magia culture. I, I don't know how to say that word. I think it's a very interesting word, but I can't say it. Like, it <laughs> Mogia.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: You guys are so weird. Alright, and, <laughs> and, and then and from Yeah, alright. So, yeah, so yeah, from half a nine.
0: So really. is so
1: is Gero still gonna play like he played in the Euros? So like as a withdrawn playmaker?
0: Yeah, kind of like a double pivot, really. Nodging uh, Guerra kind of in front I re- of the I didn't really like
1: them in the Euros. Like, I didn't like the goal we scored. Like, from you didn't? I didn't Guerra score?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. so like, I, I, I didn't because wasn't it against Portugal?
0: oh of course yeah yeah I was like why why didn't why would you like it <laughs> i'm like
1: because it was against me can i am i supposed to enjoy it <laughs> no but i really i really like him as a like as a deep-lying playmaker if you will because he's probably like your best passer of the ball and this like he's, well yeah exactly he's, he's getting gone a bit but like there he doesn't have to doesn't have to run much it's a very interesting decision i don't know like is he playing in that position in club football
0: um, yeah, he is. He's playing, yeah, basically centre mid and he used to play with Nodge for French Varos as well. He's, he's, he's always been, I think his main attribute, well, probably his two main attributes have been work rate and intelligence when he was at West Brom and Fulham. He's maybe not the most technical yeah, but, yeah, the gifted player, but he, from our te- he always had like, yeah, really he does. Shot. Yeah. He scored a great one against Liverpool as well for West Brom. I don't know if you can remember that one. I think it won. might have won goal of the season actually. No, maybe not that good, but yeah, it was pretty awesome. <laughs>
1: For you, it was. For you, yeah. it was a goal.
0: <laughs> it was, yeah. And he also scored a bicycle against United once as well. Oh, I know
1: that one. I think I know yeah. that one, yeah. Alright, so do you want me to tell you the team that I think is going to play for Portugal?
0: Yeah, go for it, mate. So,
1: I think we're going to play with Patrício. obviously. We always do. And then it's Pepe and Fonte. And then, on the right, it's going to be interesting because Cedric has been great for Southampton this season. He, I don't know how much you've been following Sadapton, but Cedric has been yeah. like probably one of their most consistent players. Probably him, Oriol Romeo, Gabiadine is always is has been solid since coming in. But like only in he, he's been a super solid asset and I he's been growing a ton since he moved to England. But at the same time Cancelo got his started playing for the national team in the last in the last few internationals and he like so far he scored he's he scored often. Like even from right back. And he's been playing well, and he's always a starter for Valencia. And he's a lot more of an offensive option. Not that Cedric isn't offensive, but Cancelo can play as a winger too. So it'll be w- between those two, I think. I don't think Nes- Nelson Sumid will start. I don't even know why we brought in three right backs. I don't know what kind of formation we're thinking of playing. Uh But okay. And then on the left, <laughs> it's likely going to be Rafael Gagheu despite him playing a little bit more freely uh for the forward for for BvB, but for us he needs to play left back. Then we're probably gonna play, play like a four four two ish like we played in Euros and it's I think it's it's gonna be between Danilo and William to play DM. I think it's gonna be William just because we're gonna have possession most of the time and I William's a little bit better on the ball. And then ahead of him, it'll be between between Moutinho and Andrea Gomez. I prefer Moutinho because I'm not a fan mm. of Andrea Gomez at all. Then nah, it's gonna this be, season as well. Uh, yeah, but don't be surprised if he plays just because because he's here, because he's great. All right. Uh, I got to be so <laughs> positive about him. Okay. <laughs> I got to really convince myself to do it. And then we are, we're going to play João Mario on one of the wings as like a winger-ish, and then Bernard won the other one, and...
0: Jao Mario absolutely rips us apart in the Euros.
1: He's great. He's really good. And then Andreas Silva yeah. and Ronaldo. Yeah. João Mario is really good. Like João Mario and Bernardo and Silva are great, because they think the game. They don't... They're not, like, out-and-out wingers that you can put them anywhere in midfield or in the wings or whatever. They just... They adapt because they understand the game, and they interpret it, and then they play it. It's all in their heads. It's not like... They're not just run 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 run, you know. So it's
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: They're great. They're the new generation. Then I am hoping they'll start. But if you see Andre Gomez instead of Jean Mario, I think I may have to cut my hair like Kadar. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Maybe not. You're gonna you're gonna see me running out <laughs> of the stadium, just running out <laughs> if the match doesn't go my way. No, but it it tough. I don't. I'm not expecting an easy challenge at all. I'm expecting like two-one Portugal, maybe. Maybe wow. two. Like, am I being?
0: I'm expecting three-nil.
1: Really, Jesus! Like i you, I mean, our I'm players trying, aren't even form. I maybe know. I'm trying to be nice. Maybe I'm trying to be nice for being here, but I really <laughs> some because our, our, our national team is so hit and miss. Is, they mm. really are, and like I really like them under Fernandes, but sometimes like you just insists on playing in the Gomez and so we just play slow as anything because he's just he just stops our game like sometimes I don't know if he's going to play the or william and I think just because the is in better form but I still believe that the william's a better option for this for this specific match just because the is a little bit less technical I don't know it's it, I'm not mm-hmm. that hopeful I think I think Portugal is gonna win but I don't I'm not expecting like an overload of goals. Maybe, maybe if we score early, we can do it. But I'm not like overly confident. Neither do I need to be. You well, <laughs> seriously because if the players go in thinking that they're gonna run over uh, Hungary, I, I don't even think they would just because we tied against you in the Euros. It doesn't even make any sense. So
0: yeah, I think that <laughs> I think that's probably our main like problem really that you because of that Euros result you look at us as, as like a like a decent side but I think that we we've got a lot of problems at the moment so I think I think if you play to your best and and well, which I think you probably will do that you'll beat us three or four nil maybe and maybe
1: but I'm like I'm a little bit for it like um your two wingers on the counter Jujak and you, you, you the other Adam that plays for Pogba. <laughs> they're they're dangerous on the counter like Jujac yeah for it's, sure it's yeah. like is a threat Cause like Sa- mm. Salai from Offenheim is a little bit, a little bit of a target man. That like he doesn't even, he doesn't even start for Offenheim. Is Sandra Wagner. So, but yeah. whatever. But like your main threat is, is Balaszczyk. I'm so happy to and... be saying that correctly. I think. Um, yeah, that's
0: perfect as well.
1: So yeah, he's your main threat, and then like, and plus Tama Tamas Kadar is a little bit. He's probably your most offensive fullback, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he plays on the left, so it, so, Judea can like drift inside, and Tamash Kadar can move forward. I'm 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 not scared, but I'm serious about the match, as as we all should be. But but good. but the general the g- generality of people around there are all expecting to for us to beat you for three or four now. But
0: yeah yeah, I was about to say what are the expectations? No, but, of the media no. And I stuff? mean
1: the media and all that. Like everyone's like. With their minds on, we gotta win everything match because of yeah. that defeat against Switzerland. I think, I don't know. And there's there's a couple of like situations in that defeat against Switzerland that are that just got people's moods a little bit down. But I think we have everything to to win against you. I think. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. um,
0: this is a question from Zach on Twitter. He says, um, "Did your perception of Hungary change after the 3-3 draw?" Uh, like, as in your pers- perspe- uh, perception of Hungary before the tournament, did it change after that result? I, or, like, did you expect to I just roll us so. over in I that game? I don't
1: think so, because, I, like, for example, I watched your playoff matches against Norway, and, like, I wasn't, like... I, w- I was expecting Norway to go through at first, just because, like, probably in terms of actual technical quality, their players are better. But you're, like, a tough cookie to to, to take, you know? Like, you guys tough you guys defensively tend to be organized and i i know a couple of the players so i wasn't i wasn't massively my my perceptive my perception didn't massively change it even because the 3-3 was very positive for portugal (laughs) because the 3-3 got us into the the right side of the bracket if you will (laughs) to then proceed to win the euros so oh just one thing isn't um Nikolic in the in the squad
0: yeah um he's not in the squad no and he's completely healthy burn yeah. Stork said that
1: I, his I know, reason I, why he I wasn't saw it. I, I, I've been watching him play for Chicago it just hit me because I I'm gonna admit it I'm like, I scrolled up in your profile and I saw his picture and I was like wait what we didn't talk about him
0: <laughs> yeah he um because well Storks kind of He's a bit strange. He says that because well, you can understand it in a way um, because he's just joined a new club and because he hasn't been playing that much for the national team anyway, he's just going to give him. He's not going to like take time out of that settling in period to, to come back and play and well maybe not play for Hungary. So he, that's why he's not playing. Don't you but you think he's better I mean, than
1: Salai? Because I do. Um,
0: it's a tough question because they can. They're not completely different players because they obviously play both yeah, front, yeah. but they Nikolic are different. and
1: Salah is more pla- of a and, and is more yeah. of target man, if you will. Right?
0: Yeah, and I think when you're playing against a team like Portugal, who are obviously a better team than Hungary, you need that kind of person up front who's going to get involved to be tactically, def- uh, defensively tactical, tactical, yeah, uh, ple- press defenders, and Nikolic, like yesterday. Uh, last night when they were playing, when he was playing for the Fire, yeah. if if the team haven't got the ball, Nikolic hasn't, doesn't get a touch. And and even for when when he was playing for Legia and scoring all those goals, he just scores goals. That's all he does. He doesn't get involved in the build-up play or anything like that. So you can understand why he doesn't play for Hungary because we're not a team that dominate our opposition. But if we play someone like Faroe Islands or Andorra, then I think that's when you see Nikolic at yeah, his best playing for idea. Hungary. Yeah. But even are- though in the past when... It, yeah, exactly, when we've got a lot of the ball, but even in the past, when we've played against Faroe and Nikolic has played, he hasn't really... He's never stood out playing for yeah, maybe, really, ever.
1: Yeah, and Salah can probably like, take advantage of set pieces against us, maybe, and over that, he's probably better. Yeah, that?
0: exactly. He's, he's, he's just a bit of a... Well, he's obviously a target man, and he's a bit of a hassle to mark. He's, he's cumbersome, but in... In a clumsy, obviously he's cumbersome in a bad way. Yeah, but he's Obviously he's in a, cumbersome in a good way as well. Yeah, he is. And <laughs> but that's going to be that's going to be kind of tough for the players for the Portuguese players to mark him because the ball's bouncing off his foot anyway, and you never know where it's going to go. Z. And yeah, yeah, exactly. He doesn't know where it's going to yeah, go. The he, defenders I haven't got yeah. any I haven't got a chance so either. So
1: one thing you're um, either, uh, the, the 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 kid that plays for Novara. Like, I think I'm recognising his name. Is he the one that played for Liverpool?
0: Yeah, he was. He was at the same at Liverpool at the same time as Suso, who's, uh, I think he's at Milan. Yeah. He? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, it was kind of them two were the, he, what, the best players in the reserves at the time. Yeah, yeah, he was. So they used to, them two used to alternate games almost because they kind of played the same position. They didn't used to play with each other a lot. So they kind of alternated and they were both. That kind of the best players of the team. I mean, Suso was undoubtedly the better of the two, but Adolian wasn't too far off. And he he top goal scorer a couple of times, I think, for the reserves. He was he's a quality player, but he went to Groningen for a bit in Holland. Um, then I think he did all right there. I think. Do you know Youngsma? Um, on? Do I know what?
1: Twitter. I didn't understand. And uh, the words. Is... Youngsma. Youngsma. No, I don't think so. Not, maybe. I can't remember his name. Michelle Youngsma,
0: been... I think. Yeah, yeah. I was, well, you might you might recognise him. Anyway, he sports Groningen, and he was quite happy with how he did there. Um, and then he, his agent told me he wanted to go to Navarra because he wanted to be in Italy, so he could play in a top league. I think that's the yeah, best you guys, way. You guys, you, can have a,
1: you guys have a lot of, a lot of players in Italy.
0: Quite. Yeah, exactly. So he plays in Serie B at the moment for the same team that Makeda plays for, and they're in the playoffs in Serie B. Oh, so that's, so he's, he's doing all right. Well,
1: he's, he's, he has a lot of minutes, at least, right?
0: He. Yeah, I mean, at the moment he's actually he's, he's hardly played the last few games, so I don't really know why he's in the squad. To be fair, well, but you really,
1: but you really amper- even get on you're you're really hampering the reputation I had of angry in my mind. You know that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because I was like, mm, <laughs> this kid played for Liverpool, and you're like, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't get a game for Novara, <laughs> and I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, he didn't get. I'm here I mean, he trying on to compliment yesterday. your squad. <laughs> I'm mean, trying to be all humble and saying that, oh yeah, we're gonna. We're gonna struggle to tie this or some stuff, and you're like, "Oh no, we're our players haven't played in months." <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's it. That's the... <laughs> That's the, the Hungarian way. That's I'm afraid. The spirit. <laughs> there you go. Um. Well, we might as move on to Mb One. Is what the what we call the Hungarian League. Um. We have a manager, Portuguese manager, the Bretson, who was given the dreaded vote of confidence last night, Leonel Pontes. Won four out of his 20 games at the Bretton so, for a team so, so who. So he hasn't
1: been fired yet?
0: No, no, no. He. he I, Yeah, I, I, can, I can popped up to you a few weeks ago, didn't I? Uh, saying yeah, that you said, I think he's going to be fired today. You said,
1: hey, Luna was fired. And I was like, well.
0: No, I said he's going to be fired. Oh,
1: whatever. Well, yeah, still. In my mind, I was like, because you know everything at the time. So I'm like, in my mind, <laughs> I was like, all right, well, he was fired. It was expected.
0: Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, I jumped the gun on that one a bit. Um, but yeah, he uh, he, the, he got through that board clash, boardroom clash. And then last night he was given the vote of confidence by Debretson. So he'll probably be gone in a couple of weeks after the next game. Um, <laughs>
1: You're really confident about him.
0: All right. <laughs> oh, he's been great, mate. He went out to a third division team in the cup. And like I said, he's <laughs> won four out of his four out of his 20 games in charge. And he's got Daniel Terzio, who's... Pretty decent, and that son, uh, Suck, yeah, as well. I mean, so uh, do, you, do you want to know my opinion
1: about the guy, or or what?
0: Yeah, I was about to say, what kind of reputation does he have?
1: I mean, he was always he's he was always um, like a, a second coach, if you will. Like he was mm-hmm. uh, for a long time with Sporting, and then with the national team, and he was always very good, but always like as a second string manager, if you will. Like he didn't. Like, he wasn't the manager. So, I don't know, it was an interesting change to see him, like, step up into a manager role, like, uh, three years ago, maybe? I think it was 2014, that he stepped up into the manager role for the first time. So he did, and he went into Maritimo which is in, which is in the Portuguese First Division, and they're, like, a very decent team. They're a team that usually is, like, mid-table onto Europe. They bounce around that area and he was there for a season, and they did okay, I mean, he wasn't, he's someone with quite a a lot of reputation, just because he was with the national team, and with Sporting for so long, just never as a, as a main coach, but then he did, like, his season with Moiti, he was, I think, around 10th, 9th, like, a solid season, nothing outrageously, like, spectacular, but he did he did okay, more or less what was expected. Didn't overachieve or anything, but he w- yeah the solid season. And then and then I kind of lost track of him. I'm now looking at his at his record and apparently he went to to Greece for five matches. Okay, tiny vacation there. And then he moved to uh, e- Egypt for two matches. The so even smaller vacation there. And then he moved to Hungary. Where he's now been staying for sixteen matches already. All right, so nice. So he's he's already lasting longer than than what he did. I can't
0: believe he's lasted this this long to be no, fair. No, but he's,
1: <laughs> like th- th- when he was here, he was solid. He was never like he was a bit probably a bit too complacent in certain aspects. But other than that, like coaching wise, like actually in training, he's he's solid because he always like he had a lot to do with the training preparation of like the national team and sporting when he was here all those years ago and then so when he stepped up to the manager role maybe communication wise and all that probably he's not top-notch but training wise i think he's he's decent for sure and so i'm a bit i'm a bit surprised to see to see his team doing this poorly did they like what were their expectations compared to what they're doing
0: um, I think at least at least mid table. I mean, I can't imagine they would have dreamed of being in a relegation fight. They've been, as you may know, they've been the best team in Hungary for the past fifteen years. Uh, they've, been yeah. League, no. so they've been in Champions League. Yeah, they've been in Europa so like, League. I
1: know, I know their name. I know their like badge, whatever. So like, I know their profile more or less as a club. So I was like, is he like underperforming that badly? He is apparently.
0: The problem, the problem is when he came in the Brettson weren't in a great run of form obviously because that's why he got the manager job but he came in and ripped them apart he said if I don't want players playing for me if they don't want to play and obviously it's kind of the nice thing but he he kind of did it in such a belligerent way that a lot of the players were like all right let sod you then we'll just go somewhere else and (laughs) a lot of them did so like they lost they lost like three or four of their key players right at the start of the season they're like oh my god what's going on here so he's brought in a couple since. He's brought brought in Terje at the end of last tra- transfer window, this, in the summer transfer window. This is a great signing. They brought in a couple more. They brought in Suk recently. But nothing's going right. And it, when they, they beat someone, I can't remember who they beat, but Suk got um, three of the... Um, <clears throat> three assists in that game and you think oh maybe everything's going to be ha- going to be all right they're going to get better they've got a few good players and now. then they lose. And then they go and lose yeah they go and lose last weekend and you think oh my god yeah. he's got to go he's got to go because the <laughs> shouldn't be in this position their squad is not as good as it used to be but it's still a lot better than the teams the that they are below like MP car poch holodosh mezakovich there's they should be fifth or sixth, minimum. Uh, yeah. At worst, yeah, yeah, and exactly. Probably- and I mean, even Honved, who are third, Voshosh who are second, uh, might be the way around actually. But Voshosh, um, anyway, I'm that, I'm looking at they're the actually better than- right now because I'm okay, getting yeah. educated
1: and <laughs> no, I'm looking at it just to see if he had any chance of like.
0: To, I mean, they, it, it, their squads are better than them two. Definitely. Yeah, but he's like Vosshos and Honved. It's
1: like it's five points away from eighth. No, it, yeah. No, my bad, my bad, my bad. He's um, two points away from ninth. He's tenth. Two points away from ninth and seven points away from eighth. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't like... I, uh, yeah, there, there's not much I can do for him there, is there? No. Wanna, I mean, he
0: could get to the end of the season and then maybe get the, trans- uh, get the summer to kind of do your thing with the players. But winter... That we've just had the winter break is longer than the summer break, so he's had his time to kind oh, of mold okay. his new, new systems or his new training methods, or this kind of thing or his, whatever his game plans. But it's, it's not, it's not working. So I don't know. I think he's got to go, and then they'll probably bring in Herzeg, who's kind of the Sir Alex Ferguson of the Bretts, and He'll keep him up, and then he will just be like, "Oh, I just want to retire. I just want to go to bed." Because <laughs> that's what, basically that. Like, every time they sack the manager, I'm he comes at, back in too, for at, a couple of games.
1: At this, like. He he brought in like a bunch of people with him in a sense of like not just technical staff but people to people to be heads of like the academy if you will like mm-hmm. they're connected to him as well like are you aware yeah. of that or,
0: yeah yeah they gave him A lot of I think power. that's yeah exactly I think that's the reason why he's lasted this long because I don't think it would even lasted to the, yeah, the, the winter is, break the
1: thing is if he goes. The, his technical staff goes but like do, does the people that that are coordinating the academy and all of that do they go as well because i know they're portuguese
0: yeah yeah so i then, mean doing, there's a lot of problems like, at the Bretons. do you
1: have any idea like if the like if the academy process is okay in any way or
0: the bretson's academy is not that great but they've put a lot of money into it in recent years that's kind of where they've been spending their money instead of spending it on the squad they've been spending it on the academy to try and improve it
1: generally smart ish yeah Mm -hmm. so okay no judging all right continue
0: (laughs) yeah so but you but there are a lot of rumors that the brett's because obviously they've been in the Champions league and europa league recently they got a lot of money so they there's kind of a lot of rumors that the shareholders have taken a lot of the money and instead of this money that's being poured into the academy is actually not being poured into the academy. But I don't know. I don't know which one it is, to be fair. Yeah. But I'd say it's probably a bit of, bit of both, really. Mm, but all
1: right. So nice, there nice are, some the, corrupt corruption and, and, and the sort.
0: Yeah. And they've got a lovely new stadium, which is 20,000. Uh, and they average, I think they're averaging about 5,000 this year. So they, they've got a lovely white elephant there. And um, I think Gugane Marosi was telling me the other day, uh, they've never averaged above 10,000 throughout their history, throughout their, so, however long they've been, around 80, 90, 100 years or whatever. They've never averaged over 10,000. So they've got a lovely 20,000, 20, 25,000-seat stadium. It. Exactly. <laughs> <All> <laughs> it's, right. it's the most ridiculous so, thing ever. So they've just got this half-empty state, well, quarter-empty stadium every week, so which is lovely.
1: Nice, nice and positive investments. All right so yeah so exactly but well, that
0: was paid for well by the government so that's all right isn't it? do
1: you want to do you want to speak about suck has he been a little bit yeah of a, yeah i'd love so to, a to hear about a Sook, yeah, yeah yay positives yay right. <laughs>
0: yes sorry i make this too negative all the time <gasps> oh, woo,
1: they're doing great <laughs> what they're above navigation they're not under the thing right? is su- not under. well suck suck is
0: a great player i love watching him do you really yeah, honestly, I really do. He's actually been really exciting. And he, he's one of them players. <laughs> no, I'm not, <laughs> I,
1: I'm not making fun or anything, but, like, for example, last night uh, I went out with a friend of mine and I, we were speaking and we we got into this Suk conversation. And really? yeah, and I was like, I mentioned that you said that Suk was, like, dominating the, the league, if you will, and like, since he came in, he was, like, doing really well and, like, showing, like, his superiority. And my friend was like, wow. That league is so disappointing. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe Sook improved a lot. We don't know. <laughs> but, no, but, like, Sook, To be fair, I didn't see
0: him last week. But no, but yeah. Suk's
1: very decent. Like, he's, like, he's decent when when in a confident patch. If he's not, like, in a confident environment and if he's not in a good, like, run of form, he's poor. But he's, like, he's not an outstanding player, but... For his like for his frame is very technical, for example. Yeah, he and, is, yeah. and like he has a hell of a shot from outside the box or from inside the box, wherever. And he's a really good, good like all around striker. I like him like as a second striker too, just because he's of his technical ability and his ability like to connect with midfield. But I don't I don't know how he's been how he's been playing there. But well well from what I heard. What I, from what I heard.
0: Yeah, what the impression I get with him that uh, he just like I, I think I said to you on Twitter, a lot of players in Hungary kind of can do like beat a man and and then their pass is just shocking. But he 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 just connects with his passes all the time, and that I know that sounds so simple, but that that is <laughs> yeah. But, I mean that's what being <laughs> that is quite a big thing, and and he he plays clever passes and. He's like you say, he's got a big frame, so he can bog yeah that like, way, he's and he's got a good shot on he's him. He's a
1: lot more than just a target man. Like he can air the ball in for sure, but at the same time, his technicals are like he's a solid guy technically.
0: He's really good, and I think. But that's what I that's what if, being in the I, Ajax
1: academy gets you. Oh like, well, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. he comes from the Ajax I academy. Mean, like I speak them up from Korea, or or did he like or did he move to I don't know. So I know that he comes from the Ajax academy, like from the Ajax under nineteens. And he played like I think he played like overall like five or six matches for for the for their main team, but in terms mm-hmm. of like actual football education, if you will, they like it's he went through some one of the best ones, so yeah, yeah, his ability to connect and to like have vision for the game and all that comes a lot from that. And then he I think he had a very good season with with Groningen, and then he for some reason like he can't he he appeared there all of a sudden and he did well he did well in like 2-3 different clubs I think he was never like an outstanding goal scorer like he only scored over 10 goals in one season other than that he scored like 3-4 goals maybe per season but he, that's the thing he connects very well he works well like, as a second striker he has very dangerous shots that sometimes go out for corners for whatever. So he, create, <laughs> he creates a lot of danger. No, seriously, like he creates a lot of danger, like whether it's from outside the box, or from inside the box, and he's like a bit of an asshole for the defenders just because he can dribble you, but he can also like shove you because he's like over 100, over one ninety centimeters tall, I think. So
0: what do you feel like his temperament's like? Because in the first game I saw, he got really, really frustrated with his teammates. I, he hasn't been like that since. But in the first game, he I was. I don't like... know.
1: I think he's like, I think he's competitive. Like, I think he's. I don't feel like he's a, he's like too mad of a guy or or whatever or or someone mean spirited. But he's someone that is competitive. He's someone that, you just. <clears throat> sorry, he's someone that comes from obviously top notch academy. He comes from, he played in a couple of leagues that are very competitive. That are, the Portuguese, or especially when compared to the hungarian one apologies like the <laughs> the the dutch league our league and he's he just wants to win games and he's like i don't feel like he's mean-spirited or anything i feel like he, as long as he's settling in well in pulling for his teammates is can be a positive as long as he doesn't like go overboard
0: yeah yeah of course um so. do you feel like do you feel there's any chance of him staying in hungary because i can imagine a lot of the Bigger, te- well, the better teams, especially someone like videoton and Ferencvaros, who maybe have got the money to actually get him. Do you think there's any chance of him staying? I don't in the know. Room? I
1: don't. I, I actually should look up the deal that he has with Porto because I don't know like, what for for how long is he connected to Porto anymore? Like I don't know. Like I know he's contracted to Porto still, but I don't know to what point. But so he's on loan there, and I know that, for example. He went yeah. yeah. Porto bottom midway, halfway through last season, like a year ago, a year and a bit ago, and then he did okay. He didn't do great. Like it it was a bit of a no for like, like it's, it's a bit much for him. Like he, I think it was one of those things where you just see that the player reached his ceiling. You know what I mean? And the ceiling is not mm-hmm. in Porto's level. It's a little bit under, and that's fine. I like know everyone can be a world beater, so they just sent... This season they sent him on loan to Trabzonspor, and they played. He played a bunch of matches, but not. He rarely started, or he rarely scored, or anything. So, when he returned, there was a lot of rumors that he would just go out on loan to one of the Portuguese teams that had him in the past. So, Vitória and Benfica were all super interested because they really needed a striker, and they saw that he was more than proved in this league. And he wanted to. He wanted to go for some reason. Porto didn't loan him out. And he loaned them out to Hungary. Out of all things, out of all the countries, out of all the places, I, I think Hungary's
0: uh, transfer window is open a bit longer than the rest. Well, I think that helped.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I guess for sure. But like, I don't know. It was there. There are a bunch of transfer windows that are yeah. Maybe the MLS guys or something wasn't it, weren't weren't interested. So now it will be interesting. But Porto, it's a dossier, if you will, as we like to call it here. That Porto needs to solve in the summer because they won't keep him. So, mm-hmm. if he feels fine, if he feels fine in Hungary, I'm sure that a bigger club would come in and poach him. But if not, I'm. I feel like he either makes the jump in Hungary, or he returns to like a smaller, average mid-table Portuguese team because he just feels well here, and he well he also, has mentioned, that he feels well there. So, I think it's going to be between one of the two. So.
0: I hope he stays, to be fair. I mean, it's always nice to see these kind of players. And then we also it's, do it's get these. It's still so weird play-
1: to me that you're talking to me as if he's like this super technical <laughs> Like world he's me. Yeah, and, you're, <laughs> and I gotta keep reminding myself that you're talking about so And I gotta keep reminding myself not to laugh. Not that I have anything against him. I just like your commitment. Canadian, no, Canadian, yeah. I, I want him there too. You, you convinced me. I want him there as well. Yay. I want him to win the league next year. Positivity. <laughs> Half, half of this podcast hey, is hey awful. Might, he might, might be playing
0: for vi- <laughs> he might be playing for video time next season, knocking, um, beating Sporting again in the Europa oh, League. Oh yeah, yeah. Did,
1: didn't you have <laughs> did didn't you have in.
0: Paul Sosa there in that season? Yeah, I was about. To, I, I wanted to go on to Paulo Sosa, To be fair, like, uh, well, he was in charge of that video team that went that beat Sporting 3 in the um, in the Europa League. Well, Nikolic actually scored that day as well, and Vinicius Vinicius scored that day as well.
1: Oh I yeah that's that's why I heard the
0: name. All right. I think that was his first I think that was probably his first season when he was at Videoton. Maybe it was probably 6 years ago, god. Yeah, um, I mean yeah, do you when when Souza went there, what was like the media and the fans reaction? Did they probably think that was the end of his managerial career? Cuz I did.
1: What? Please repeat <laughs> I your thought
0: impression. that I I thought that that was going to probably be Souza's like the the end of his career really almost. Like I don't think he I didn't think he was ever gonna be managing Fiorentine oh, okay, or okay, Basel okay. or, yeah, or you whatever that he, after he that. thought
1: that was his ceiling, yeah. No
0: Yeah, I yeah, thought it was like a dead end. Kind of like Henning Berg's over here as well now and it's kind of nowhere I else mean, to take. I
1: don't I don't know. I know what I know from his videos work was that he managed to beat a very, very poorly organised sporting because that was in the season where sporting and the finished seventh
0: wolf sinko is starting up front i think
1: and they finished seven and they had three coaches that season so <laughs> bad. no i think they had four coaches yeah i think they... no that was like you can't speak to sporting fans telling them that or they'll they'll cut your head off that season didn't happen <laughs> no but it was like they obviously beat a very disorganized sporting but they did and kudos to them but i didn't think much of it but when i when i heard of his jump to basel it seemed like a fair, like, it, it felt like a fair stepping stone, if you will, like, from Videotone to Basel, it didn't seem like an, over, an over jump, if you will, but at mm-hmm. the same time felt like a fair progression for a manager that that was well credited for his work, so, and upon his Basel work, his Basel work was, was solid, but at the same time it's obviously a bit of a, it's a bit of a, like, a tough environment to judge, because, like, when has Basel not win not won the league last time? You know yeah. what I mean. So, and I think he did quite well in Europe, which is remarkable because Basel doesn't usually do it. Or eh, they have their seasons? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, it's a tough thing to judge on. So, so that was a move that I was surprised about as well, as I'm sure you will, that you were when he jumped to Fiorentina, and now. Mm-hmm. I know that when he came in, I know that it's been a little bit rocky for him, right? So, he, when he when he came in, his relationship with the fans was already shaky because, I mean, he, he played for for Juve, so the Fiorentina fans didn't really welcome, ad, welcome him yeah, at all. I remember, I remember that he had like graffiti's like against him already, like before he arrived. <laughs> so, before he even. Arrived, He already had to fix a relationship that he didn't do anything negatively towards. So he he was already running against the stream. But he still managed to have quite a decent little season. But now they've been so... Like, like, they're exciting. They're exciting to watch. They're fun to watch. But defensively, they're so shaky. They're so deorganized. Like, their breakdown against... Uh, Moscow gladbach in the Europa League, they they break down at home so easily. They defensively, they often like I often see a lot of people from Serie A Twitter, if you will, like they're just like shocked at at their at his defensive capabilities, you know, and and, and now it sets up his team defensively, which is weird. That's so
0: funny because that was the exact opposite. Yeah, of exactly. That's what, that's
1: what I was going to say. Like, which is weird because like the the video tone, the video campaign. Uh, in europe it was based on like their defensive efforts more than anything.
0: So. Mm-hmm. I think I can't remember it was Trabzon's I think it was on Sport. they beat um on penalties and I think they got 2-0-0 draws uh, which helped them in that game which is a big result against the turkish side and then they beat Basel, I think 1-0 and they didn't really concede many goals in the whole campaign um, and I think the problem that they had in the league as well was that because he never actually won the league at Video um, was that they didn't score enough goals, but defensively, they were really good. Yeah, so it's kind of yeah, weird to hear weird. That. I think at Basel, it was the same as well. He was better defensively, but I'm not quite sure about yeah, that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, in the league, they must have scored a ton of goals, because it's Basel. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> they yeah, just yeah. pronounce <laughs> don't they? But, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's Fiori's side. So they're exciting to watch. So, you know what? Let's give him credit for that. And I don't know. I don't know where... I don't know where is he going to go from there. I don't know if he's going to he's going to say, I heard some rumours, but nothing like too shocking against him because he's, it's not like he's doing a terrible work. It's just...
0: They just went out the uh, Europa League, I think, didn't yeah, they?
1: Yeah, they just went out due to a breakdown with against Moshe Ladbach. They, they won 1-0 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. there with a, a free kick from bernardetti And he, uh, Lars Stindl uh, kind of destroyed them in the in the half. Cent- yeah, uh, I think they went 1-0 up as yeah, well, didn't Cominic, they, in
0: the uh, hem leg? Yeah,
1: so... Yeah defensive breakdowns are with them but still at the same time like he has he's qualified for the Europa League and he's fighting for to qualify for the Europa League again he's not doing outrageously outstanding work but he's doing solid work and I think the fans are more or less on board with him so I don't know but he's still like eh, he's a little bit away from the European places this season actually I mean he's he's eighth and due to Inter and Milan's rise back to glory almost and Lazio's and Atalanta's overachieving season are. He's having a little bit of trouble. There's a, a few too many solid teams for for a few European places. But maybe if he doesn't qualify, he has to jump into into a new challenge. Which I have no idea what it would be, to be honest.
0: Yeah, he's had a weird career, really. I remember when he was at Leicester and Swansea? It kind of felt like it was over after that, Leicester, and then he came to Hungary and. Then, I think he was Maccabi Tel Aviv or someone like that as well at one point as well. Yeah, yeah, that
1: was
0: yeah, before Hungary, wasn't it? Um, was it Hungary? Uh, yeah. No, I think it might have been after. I think it might be. Oh, after. so
1: Israel was because between... he took
0: Nikola Mitrovic with him as well.
1: So Israel was between Switzerland
0: and Hungary. I think. I think. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure though, but I think, I'm pretty sure that he took Nikola Mitrovic was one of his center mids at Videoton. I think he went with him to to Israel. Yeah. Hmm. Um, we, 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 that would probably be the last question <laughs> Bela Gootman obviously great Hungarian he won back to back European Cups yeah good guy. Benfica. good guy good guy yeah yeah how is he remembered obviously the, the curse of Bela Gootman that's how he's remembered that, that's, is that that's it? Yeah. I mean it, um, was he remembered with fondness or do they hate him because of it
1: I think it's a mix I mean it depends on who you ask because if you ask obviously a, a good portion of of Portugal is uh, made up of Benfica players, of Benfica fans. Sorry, Benfica players. Yeah, I mean they have a lot of players on loan, but they're not Chelsea, come now. So <laughs> no, a lot of a lot of, a great portion of the country is made up of Benfica fans. So like, if you ask the older generation, it's 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 more of a fun memory than anything. But if you ask this younger generation, even my generation, or even slightly older, they won't. They'll, they'll recognize the name because the name comes up whenever Benfica doesn't win anything Europe, European wise <laughs> right so the last couple of years his name has come up a little bit his name has come up quite often and in a negative sense yeah. if you will, like oh the curse and whatever so a yeah, lot well, of, they even
0: mentioned on British TV is yeah well.
1: so a lot of people a lot of people only know him for the curse nowadays poor guy I mean it's a quite it's, it's an interesting thing to be remembered like because you were celebrated when you were alive and now you're a curse it's badass yeah yeah it's badass yeah, it
0: is isn't it? I'd love to be a curse as well that'd be awesome
1: mmm love- Luno <laughs> Ponce is gonna be the Debra, the Debrechen curse like you guys <laughs> yeah, are, there'll be a- you, after he leaves you guys are gonna go down down <laughs> no <laughs> poor guy the Pontes curse yeah the is curse oh he was great like in five years he's gonna be like oh my god he was so great Remember when we were <laughs> above relegation? Oh my goodness, it was great. We had Suk and all sorts of others. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I know anyone else from their squad. I think I know Felcher. Daniel Tejera. Yeah? You, you guys, the don't they have Felcher in their squad? Or did he leave? The Venezuelan.
0: Oh, Victor! Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that guy. He plays as well. He, he, in, he, he plays he in put...
1: He played in Switzerland yeah, for he... a long time.
0: He plays um, usually with Sukup front. They kind of play a bit of a front three, and he was playing with him last couple of weeks ago. That's interesting. He's not That's bad. That's
1: an, an interesting combo. You He does have the two I know. so yeah, <laughs> I
0: just... Daniel Terje, do you know him? He used to play for Genoa, Parma. I don't think I, don't played think I can remember. He was at Parma. I don't think I can Genk.
1: remember him now. Let, let me no. see. If I look at it and I see it written, because sometimes, you know when you have like,
0: yeah, it's Tosha probably you might think his name is.
1: Yeah, because like oh yeah. I remember him now. Isn't he left footed?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold well on. Nice shout.
1: There you go. That's you <laughs> like my super specific fun memories of him. Is is he left footed? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That guy, and I'm like, left-footed, okay, yeah. He's the, as if he's the only left-footed guy I've ever watched.
0: <laughs> he's got a wonderful left foot to be fair. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I remember him now. Like, sometimes. Like, because, so it, certainly with countries like Hungary, that have very specific pronunciations. Um, yeah. Like, I just, like, and, and if you never hear, like, if you see a name written, like, you kind of make up a pronunciation in your mind. And then yeah, exactly. you go yeah. with it and now like, you're here saying, like magic. yeah, yeah, Adam, and now you're here saying that <laughs> and I'm like, what? It is. <laughs> oh, and I know Calava too, the goalkeeper. He played in Granada. Played in Spain. Oh, really? Yeah, isn't he, isn't he the same goalkeeper?
0: I don't know. He doesn't play.
1: Oh, he does not play? But he, I think he, if he's the Croatian goalkeeper, I'm thinking of.
0: To be honest, I didn't even know he was there. Maybe, he's not even maybe. On, he's not even the keeper on the bench usually. It's Petch yep. and uh, he played Daniiljic. he played
1: for Udinese and Granada. So yeah, he's the way of thinking. Of. Oh,
0: he's part of that Pozzo group, is he?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That that group is fun. Hmm. <laughs> Watford, Granada, and Udinese. yeah, but
0: it'd probably be at Watford next season. Maybe oh, maybe Pozzo's gonna take over the Brexit. Maybe that's why he's here.
1: They're so fun. Hmm. Summer and then like they like they kind of sub each other in from different clubs. It's so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, no shit. That was why that was why Terje actually went to um, it was kind of a Pozzo deal I think that's why he went to Watford. But he, he went from Parma. I don't know. It was, it was really weird that one because he went to he went to Genoa a, and then he went to Parma didn't play and then went to Watford. There's a ton of know, Italian ton of football.
1: weird deals. Alright, so are you, do you have any more questions? Do you
0: have... That's it, mate. That's it. We, we, uh, we asked for your prediction earlier. What would you say? 2-1? Or are you going to Go a, bit, I'm gonna go a bit more three, confident one. after the chat. I'm going to go 3-1. Three, three, one.
1: One. I'm still a decent three. person here. What about the scores? 3-1, I... If you, I want Bernardo to score, so... Bernardo to score one, and then, I don't know, maybe Ronaldo to score like twice or something. I'm not against if it's boring, like, oh, him scoring again. Well, <laughs> yeah. I hate like like all this winning, and... Ugh.
0: He's not gonna chase down uh Pushkash's record, is he? He's not that far off, is he?
1: Um what record? Whose record?
0: Pushkash's oh. top European international score. I
1: don't know how far is he away from it, but he'll surely He's drive. on
0: sixty-eight. Let me just check out Pushkash's. I can't remember what it is. Which I shouldn't know off the top of my head, really. Uh um, Pushkash it guy is. 84, oh so he'll probably he's get there. Sixteen behind. Shit. He's going to get there as well, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's, get, he's getting to everything. Oh, God's sake. But that Pushcash guy was quite decent, wasn't he? Like, well, Pushcash's <laughs> record is actually
0: much better than this fraud Ronaldo. Ronaldo's got 68 and 136, and Pushcash, 84 and 85. You can't really beat that.
1: Oh, no, you Not can. Not bad. Well. <laughs> You left a pretty good record, I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, it's not bad, not bad. I mean, Real Madrid record, 156, 180, which isn't actually as good as Ronaldo's, but he did do it when he was like 31.
1: Yeah, but still, Ronaldo's also like 32, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's, kept, he's slowly going down.
1: No, wait. We're kind of not speaking of it, you know? I think we're at, oh, really? we're at that point where just like, everyone knows, you know? Everyone sees that like. Slowly, and everyone knows that it's gonna happen, and so slowly things are gonna start going down. But we kind of don't speak of it. We just, yeah, no, it's you, great. Everything. I saw right. him a
0: couple of weeks ago, though. He's really good.
1: No, he's really good. He's amazing. Yeah, but ob- obviously he's really good, no, but, but maybe he's less
0: than way. his like top standards. I mean, top standards.
1: To me, he's, he's he's one of the best ever, and that's a discussion for other other times. But still, like, he's. I think we kind of <laughs> everyone like everyone that likes him or everyone that is like so, cuz here there's a lot of people like maybe not as much now because we actually won the euros but at least before that i remember it was almost 50-50 and people that were like yeah ronaldo sure yeah and people that were like yeah screw ronaldo messi whatever you know just to be like against them for some reason like for these people i don't get it like we're just 10 million can we just like hold on together and not not go off in different directions but still like <laughs> i i think that the people who actually enjoy him and the people who hold a ton of respect for him like we kind of we're gonna start going up up to that point where we just don't speak of it much and we like mm-hmm. and we hope mm-hmm. that he scores like four or five goals in the match one of these days and then we go yeah woo, woo, and then <laughs> Then we kind of just live our lives, and then we let's. We're gonna. This is the moment where we try to shift our focus a little bit to Bernardo Silva and the sort. So yeah, but but Bernardo Silva is really good. So I'm happy. I'm happy. We, Our generation is good. Like like mm. we have a ton of good young players. Like there's no way that our national team is gonna be worse in the future. That's the best part about it. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how we do it. It's great. It's like we're Germany, but we're like. A tenth of their people, maybe I don't know. Do you know
0: what's so depressing as well that Hungary has exactly the same, well, almost exactly the same population as Portugal. Yeah, but, um. but you don't have
1: like sun <laughs> and and the sea and all of that. that <laughs> That's true. It's the quality of living that makes football. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, you. Yeah, I don't know. What
0: Scotland? Ten million as well.
1: They they also makes have they better. have the sea. They're just it's just freezing. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone goes to the sea in Scotland. I mean it?
1: the sea here, for your information I'm I'm being able to watch the sea from my eyes right now as I'm speaking to you. But <laughs>
0: well, I'm looking outside and it's raining, so No,
1: I mean it now it's night time so I can't really see the sea, but it's I know it's there. <laughs> and it's quite cold still, but we, we kinda do it whenever it's sunny just because, you know, we usually mm, the weather here is good. Yeah, we're living paradise, yeah. We try to go <laughs> We gotta we, we do a lot of work of convincing ourselves. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, I think I think it's gonna be two from Ronaldo, two goal from Bernardo Silva, and yeah, Bernardo Silva gets a goal and an assist, and Ronaldo scores two. Jean Mari gets an, gets the other assist. There you go, three. Who scores hungry Hungary? for Hungary, it's gonna be Juca is gonna take a long shot, and then it's gonna be the the pogon winger is gonna do a tap in. <laughs> on, on not
0: the, deflected in, I thought he was gonna say No deflected no shirt. no no
1: Oh Maybe. No, no you guys got all your luck of the in the Euros. <laughs> you got luck run out. No, so it's, it's gonna not work. as
0: lucky as that Ronaldo flick though.
1: What well, lucky, no. Nah. <laughs> <Probably, mate, quality. laughs> yeah
0: it was it was nice. Super
1: planned. We all the planning. like he does that all the time in training. It it was super planned. You we even wanted yeah, to was. tie three three that match. Just so we We had, like, the Euros were planning for us to do all the three ties. (laughs) I don't don't even know how we're going to deal with the World Cup, because we're going to get there, and we're going to start tying matches, and then people are going to be like, you guys know that the third place doesn't qualify for anything. And we're like, what? There's no (laughs) Europa League? What? We really need to win matches. What the hell? That's going to happen. (laughs) If we get there. If we overcome you guys.
0: Yeah, I'm, I think you will. I think you'll be all right.
1: I think so
0: too. Okay, good stuff. Right. Thanks a lot for coming on.
1: Cheers, mate. I'm sorry for the overall ramble, but you. <laughs> no, you'll it's cut been a great, mate. it it's been great. You cut a lot of it off. Yeah, i will cut, cut most of it off. Yeah, you, you just <laughs> just hear me saying that you guys are only going to lose two one. It's going to be the only frame. Is yeah, we'll cut we'll saying, cut it off then. Oh yeah, t- just two one, and then the part where I said. I'm not scared, you're going to cut off not, and I'm just going to, you're just going to, I'm scared, and then you're going to cut me off. That's going to happen.
0: <laughs> I'm scared on repeat. So oh, yeah. <laughs> makes us all happy.
1: And then me calling um, Nagi Noodle something, and then just, <laughs> Yeah and then you put that on repeat, just so Hungarian people um, want to kill me. Yeah.
0: We'll, se- we'll send it to Nodge as well, so it'll be fired up for the game. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But you should start your own noodle brand, by the way. I'd buy it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What, what flavour would it be?
1: Do you guys have Paprika,
0: any? obviously. It's going to be goulash. Do you guys, do you guys have any... Goulash-flavoured soup.
1: What's your, what's your dish, like, country dish?
0: Yeah, goulash.
1: Yeah, that's made with what? That's just a word to me, isn't it? Like, Oh, do you know... Uh, you paprika,
0: <laughs> beef... So, it's kind of like stew, but with paprika instead of gravy.
1: Yeah, there you go. Then it's going to be goulash noodles from, yeah exactly from new, it
0: kind of works perfectly from
1: G, whatever yeah there you go <laughs> it's brilliant it's a brilliant deal I, i gotta get a cut of that like
0: yeah you need some royalties off yeah, that
1: like five percent i'll take five percent <laughs> i'm a very nice guy i said two one i'll take five percent i gotta leave wait i'm, <laughs> I'm wasting you guys to stop. all right
0: remember when we we got the bet as well that you're gonna shave your uh cut your hair like oh, Thomas qadar if you lose <laughs>
1: Uh, it's already been said. You're, I mean, you know what I'm lucky for? I'm lucky that we tie a lot of matches. So you guys can't win. let you... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play for the tie. Just because the tie doesn't <laughs> work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
0: Alright, great stuff. Alright, cheers. Cheers, mate. Well, there we are. Thanks for listening to the Hungarian Football Podcast. I've been Tom Mortimer. We're going to have another podcast before the Hungary vs. Portugal go... Portugal game where we're going to look into Hungary squad in a bit more depth with Gurge Marosi and Sami Varga again thanks for listening give us your feedback it's always great to hear and see you next time goodbye <laughs>